0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and we are going to be talking about judging today. Judging righteously. Should we be doing it? Should Christians be judging at all? Or should we just keep our mouths shut? Hey, thanks for listening. We were in the top 1% of all podcasts for being most shared in 2022, and I want to keep that up in 2023 because more people will be reached with the message of the gospel, with the message of hope. So please, at the end of this message or during it, it only takes a few seconds, if this is speaking to you, please share this episode or the podcast in general with friend, family, social media, etc. Hey, we've got the Overcomers Discipleship School coming up. It's an online school, July 10th through the 14th. We already have 33 slots claimed. And we've got more open. So if you want more info, uh, go to shanewinnings.com. It's right there on the homepage, or you can click uh, Kingdom School, and you can apply. It only takes a few minutes to apply. We would love to have you, and you can find out uh, the itinerary and more of what we're going to go over. Identity, gifts of the Spirit, how to hear God, prayer and fasting. It's going to be incredible. So please join us. And finally, we need 13 more partners this month to conclude the month of May who are willing to give a dollar a day to support our ministry. We're doing a lot of things. We need your help to make them happen. Um, So you can go to shanewinnings.com if you want to support us. If you've been blessed by anything that we've done in the ministry, any of our content, which all of it is free. Everything that I do is free. And if uh, it has ministered to you in any way, uh, consider sewing back into what we're doing to help us do more and uh, keep it going. So thank you so much. Also, by signing up to be a monthly donor, uh, you will get access to the monthly donor Zoom call, which is happening next week. So, that's exciting. Okay, we're going to get back to this. Let's read a couple of verses, and uh, we're going to see here what the Bible has to say about judging righteously. John seven twenty four. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Okay? What is right judgment? We're going to talk about that. Um, here's another one. Uh, Galatians 6, one, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, any sin, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, self, lest you too be tempted. Okay, so it is important for us to understand that when when someone that we know or love is caught in sin, we are to restore them, and the spirit of that restoration is gentleness, but how do you restore someone in a sin without first confronting that sin? We're going to talk about that as well, because oftentimes when you confront sin or you confront wrongdoing, people say, don't judge me. And it's important to understand what judging actually is. Okay, let's look at another verse. Uh, For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, Matthew 7, 2. And with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. So the, the, the standard is not going to change. Uh, you know, we judge with right judgment across the board using the Bible. So we have to expect that that's going to be uh, administered to us as well. I mean, that should be common sense. Um, let's see. Is there another one we want to use? Um, Second Thessalonians, this is evidence of the righteous judgment of God that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are also suffering. Okay. That might be it. The Bible does talk about us uh, judging angels. Where was that verse? Here we go, 1 Corinthians 6. Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more, then, matters pertaining to this life? This was written to the church, and it was talking about, I believe, lawsuits. And it's like, dude, you guys can't even settle this. Like, you have to take it to some outside court or something. You're, you're going to judge the world. You're going to judge angels. Like, you can't even judge trivial matters. Okay, so there are verses in there about judging. What's the point of all this? We are called to judge as Christians. It's part of discerning. Here is even Here's the definition of the word judgment. Let's just take a peek judgment. The ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. So when we're talking about a word, we first need to understand what it means. The ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Here's what's interesting. Even on Google. A similar word, discernment. It was right there. I didn't even have to pick it up. What is discernment? That is a gift, right? We all want discernment. Well, here's what discernment is. This is literally the first definition on Google. The ability to judge well. Discernment. The ability to judge well. Guess what? We need to know how to judge. And we have to actually be able to do it. Now, there is a difference between casting a judgment and condemning. This is what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about. Um, well, let's let's just create a scenario that way we can kind of run it down. So, say that you uh, you've got a friend and they're single, and you know, or and they're they they're talking to some guy or girl, whatever you know. If you're a girl. The, the girl is talking to a guy. If you're a guy, your guy friend's talking to a girl. Just make it easy for you. And uh, you know what kind of car they drive. And you know, you drive by their house on your way home from work or whatever, you know, you maybe you work late and you see that girlfriend or boyfriend's car there late at night. And you drive by to work the next morning, and you still see the car there. Now what would be running through your mind if their new girlfriend or boyfriend's car was there late at night and it was still there in the morning it could lead you to believe and it wouldn't be wrong to wonder hey i wonder if if they stayed all night like i wonder if they if they spent the night there now as christians we know that's not cool right so i would i would definitely have some questions for my brother if that happened now judging or casting judgment or casting uh, or condemning is this okay when you look at someone through the lens as uh, let me put it this way when the lens that you look so look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Someone look at someone through. My gosh, that is tricky. Okay, when the lens that you look at someone through is that they've already committed this sin. So I would be... Judging, and I'm going to say it in this way because we know the word judge, it simply means to, to make a decision, right? To, to make a good, informed decision. But in the world, judging means you're you're looking down on me for something or you're whatever. That really is actually condemning. So in the world, judging would be to look at your friend as though that person did stay the night and you're assuming that because they stayed the night, they also committed some other sin, some maybe some sexual sin or something like that. So if you haven't even talked to your friend yet, but you now are looking at them through the lens of, I can't believe their girlfriend stayed all night. They probably they probably fooled around. They probably hooked up. They probably did something like, what what is he doing? What is she doing? What an idiot. Oh my gosh, I thought he was doing so good. You, you see, you haven't even talked to them yet. Now you're casting judgment, and you're wrong. Now, does that mean you just overlooked the whole thing? Absolutely not. That would be irresponsible. Here's what you do. It's natural for your mind to to fill in the blanks, right? Because that's what our mind does. We learned this in the police academy. This should be common knowledge. But like, when you get pieces of the puzzle, your brain will complete the puzzle for you. Now your job is not to act on that, it's okay to have these instincts, it's okay to have an analytical mind, it's okay to run down different scenarios, but you can't take them as law yet. Because even in a courtroom, even in uh, the police world, and it should be this way, it isn't always this way, but it should be, people are innocent until proven guilty. So you see the car, you start to have these thoughts. Maybe they're your own. Maybe it's the enemy trying to plant a seed. Who cares? You're not going to take those thoughts as law. You're going to say, man, well, it sure doesn't look good. I'll tell you that. So I need to talk to my friend. So I'd call my friend up or I'd go over there and I'd say, hey, man, what's up? You know, how's everything going? I'm not trying to set him up. I'm being a good friend. You know, I don't just jump straight to stuff unless I'm busy and I just have a quick moment. But I'd say, hey, I got to tell you, I noticed... You know, what's her name's car was over late last night. I was driving by, just happened to see it. And then I was on my way to breakfast or work or whatever this morning and I still saw the car there. And I'm I just got to ask you straight up because you're my brother in Christ. Did she did she stay the night? No. Oh, okay. Man, cuz I didn't think that, you know, you were like that, but it, you could see how it would look that way, right? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you don't got to spill all your business to me, but just for accountability purpose like you know what was going on cuz she was over pretty late oh you know we were we were watching a movie actually you might not have seen but her her you know sister's car or her mother's car or my other buddy's car was around the corner and there was a group of us or you know we had a bible study and we were laying hands on people and it was just it was getting out of control and it went late and you know people didn't leave till 12 and then you know she came over cuz we already had breakfast planned together oh oh man that's awesome you know what a relief that would be in just confirming of who you believe your friend to be now it could totally go the other way they could say yeah man i messed up you know she she stayed the night now it's not wrong for you as a brother in christ a sister in christ to go man what happened like i'm not i'm not judging you i'm not casting judgment but i do need to to help hold you accountable and to help you out of a rut, speak truth into you, speak life into you. You've, you know, you've already admitted that you... And you might not be saying all these things. You might, I don't know, but I'm saying this for you to kind of understand the thought process. It's like, look, you've already admitted to some wrongdoing that that they stayed the night. What happened in there? Did you guys do anything? Did you guys, you know, did you guys have sex? Did you guys Whatever. And then you call them higher. Look, you hold them accountable, and you call them higher. Hey, man, come on. This isn't who you are. What's going on? What what's got you doing this? This isn't this isn't who I know you to be. Oh, you know, I've just been lonely, or I've just what I've been struggling, you know, with this and that. That's when you can begin to restore them with that spirit of gentleness that the Bible calls us to. I believe that was in uh, Galatians. Restore them with that spirit of gentleness. But in order to restore, you have to first acknowledge. You can't restore someone who won't acknowledge that there's an issue. And simply acknowledging an issue is not judging. Like, if you've caught someone red-handed, they're caught. So it is not judging to say, hey, I know that you're doing this. If they say, man, don't judge me, come on, God only God can judge me, don't limit. I'd say, dude, I'm not judging you. I know that you did this. Judging you would be to look at you differently. And this is what I want to get into right here for a minute. Judging someone truly is now, you know, say that your buddy did mess up. Every time you look at them, you still see them through the lens of the mistake that they made. You're now judging them. And you're, and you're condemning them. When you condemn someone, let's even look. I love using definitions because it just makes it easier. Condom, uh, let's just do condemning. Express complete disapproval of, typically in public. Uh, another definition. Sentence someone to a particular punishment. Prove or show the guilt of. Officially declare something to be unfit. Okay, so condemning. First definition says to exple- express complete disapproval of. Now, that's not wrong to do. It's not wrong to say, hey, man, hey, girl, you know that, that is, that's wrong. Like, we're, we're children of God. That is not how we act. Yeah, I know, I know. You're right. Now, if you start to speak some negative things over them, that's where it's. It, you don't need to do that. That's wrong. You could fall into sin when you begin to beat someone down. That's not what we're called to do. But it is not, I can't say this enough, it is not condemnation. It is not judging in the in the sense of the way that the world calls it to have someone, you either catch them in sin or or doing something wrong or they admit to you and for you to say, hey, this is wrong and I got to hold you accountable because I love you. That is the motive, because I love you. And what is the ultimate goal? Restoration. How do we restore? With a spirit of gentleness. We're tough on sin, we're easy on people. Tough on sin, easy on people. Remember, we don't war against flesh and blood. We are warring against ideologies. We're warring against ideas and ways of thinking especially when it comes to the world. It is not judging to say, um, you know, if someone were to come up to me in the street and say, hey, I know you, you're all over social media. Do you support the LGBTQ plus whatever movement? I would say, no, I don't. I love the people. I believe that they're valuable, just as valuable as me or anyone else. We all have equal value because we've all been created by God and for God. But I am a Christian, I follow Jesus Christ, and I follow his teaching, and the Bible says that this is an abomination. This is not the way we're designed. There's male, and there's woman, and that's it, and they were meant to be together. Uh, Same-sex relationships are outside of God's design, and it's a sin, and that's how I feel. That's not judging. Judging is, hey, if you're you're gay, you're going to go to hell. If you're gay, uh, God hates you, which that's a lie, by the way. God might hate what you're doing, but he doesn't hate you. In fact, he loves you. He saw your sin even before you were born. He knew all of it, and he still said yes to you because you were the joy set before him. So as a person, we can't go around and make wild accusations like that or condemn people, make them feel less than, just because they're in sin, even if their sin is their entire lifestyle, which is, you know, the LG, LGBTQ movement. They've made sin a lifestyle. That's the difference in casting judgment versus just saying what's true. As Christians, we have to be able to judge righteously. We have to have this gift of discernment. This was the one thing that King Solomon asked for. He asked for the ability... He didn't ask for riches. He didn't ask for any of that. He asked for the ability to know good from evil. And he had a wild ability to discern. Incredible. And that's what we need to ask for. And that's what we need to walk in. And we can't be afraid to discern and to judge righteously. We're not condemning people to hell. God doesn't condemn people to hell. People send themselves to hell. We call people out of darkness into the light, but in order to do that, we have to first acknowledge that there is darkness. So if someone asks me if, if this is darkness, I'm not going to lie and say no, or I'm not going to give some cop-out answer because I'm afraid they're going to call me a bigot or a judge. or what. I'm going to say yes. Biblically speaking, this is darkness. And God hates it, but he loves people. And we weren't made to live in darkness, and Jesus paid a way for us to get out of darkness and into the light. that's where we're all supposed to be. I'm not better than you because I'm in the light and you're not. I just said yes to him first. And I pray that you say yes to him too because I've lived in the dark and I'll tell you that it is no life at all. Is this making sense? Like this is what we need, guys. Righteous judgment is in alignment with God's word. It's intended to tear down lies or demonic strongholds and exalt truth. Remember, It's never to condemn a person, but to condemn ideas. If Gavin Newsom stands up and says, I want abortion to be just free and legal in the state of California. I want kids to mutilate themselves. I want parents not to know about it. I want to groom kids, whatever. If he says all of that, I will condemn every single idea that he presents, but I will not condemn Gavin Newsom. I don't care what Joe Biden says, I won't condemn him as a person because he has great value to God. Jesus proved it on the cross. But I will absolutely and explicitly condemn ideas, ways of thinking, policies and bills and mandates and laws and whatever else. I'll condemn those things. I'll call them demonic. I'll call them wrong. I'll call them perverted. I'll call them twisted. I'll say the way that you're acting is, is perverse and it's, it's, it's ruining kids' lives. The way that you're acting is blah, blah, blah. I'll say these things. I'm addressing actions. I'm addressing behaviors. I'm addressing ways of thinking. But I am not addressing a person and speaking to their value or who they are, their identity. Because you are not how you act. You're defined by God. And the Bible says that every person has great value. Even Hitler. Hitler. I condemn everything that Hitler did, but I would not condemn him as a person. Why? Because God didn't. God knew what Hitler would do, and he still sent Jesus to the cross for him. And Hitler is the one who rejected Jesus. And so he will inherit the wrath that was stored up against him and send himself to hell when Jesus provided a way out. But if God's not condemning a person, then neither will I. Now, in the in the age to come, when there is the judgment, because we know that everyone will live, they'll die, and then comes the judgment, that is God's judgment. And that is where people will uh, inherit the wages of their sin if they're not born again. But I'm not God, and I'm not going to condemn people, but I will never, ever be quiet or back down from condemning Ideas, demonic things, because the Bible teaches that we've been given spiritual weapons to combat demonic ideas and principalities and powers and, and, and enemies and dark places and things like this. That is what we're called to do. Listen, for far too long, people have used, don't judge me, as a way to get out of being held accountable. No more. No more. Don't fall for that. Judging, when when someone says that to you, if they're like, oh, you're judging me because I'm gay or something like that, that's that's a great one to use. You're judging me because I'm trans. No, I'm not judging you. I'm honestly not. You're asking me what I think of your lifestyle. I'm telling you of your lifestyle. I don't approve of it. And I understand that your identity is wrapped up in your lifestyle. I want to tell you, I value you as a person, but the things that you're doing, I believe are are horrible. And that's it. They could say, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I don't view you as lesser than. I don't view you as a screw up. I don't view you as not as equal as everyone else. I just don't agree with your lifestyle. Or maybe they're not asking. Maybe they're you know, trying to speak at a rally or at a school board meeting or, or at an event. They're trying to whatever. They're trying to, to push this grooming stuff on kids or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You can still say, hey, I love you as a person. You're valuable to God. You have great value. You were created by God for God. That is never up for discussion. I see your value. It's the same value that I have. But the way that you're acting and the things that you're saying and the things that you're promoting and the things that you're doing are demonic. They are evil. They are twisted. You are a valuable person to God, but you're using your life to do evil things, and I have to speak out against that. That's how you do it. And if someone says, don't judge me after that, well, you know what? You're not. And people are going to get offended, but guess what? They should probably listen to my podcast on how to live unoffended. I've got a couple episodes about that. Maybe it would help. Hey, guys, listen. Did this help? This was requested by you, and uh, so that's why I did this episode today. Feel free to DM me with episode ideas. I'm always taking some, and uh, I'm, I'm looking them over every day to see which one I feel like tackling. This one seemed right for today. Listen, if this spoke to you, please share this. Promote it on your social medias. Give us a like if you haven't on whatever platform you're listening on, and and rate us. And if you're on Apple, please leave a review. It really helps us reach more people. And finally, if you want to pre-order my new book, Your Next Leap of Faith, it's about how to hear God's voice and boldly follow, you can do so at shanewinnings.com. God bless you guys. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.